Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooke Service, and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all-too-confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'll be chatting about what I would do differently if I started my fitness journey today. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. I really wanted to do this episode because throughout the course of my life and fitness journey, I have done just about everything wrong. (laughs) So in an effort to save you guys some time, whether you're just starting out on your fitness journey or, you know, you've been spinning your wheels for a while and you've been trying to figure out why all these things that you're doing aren't working I wanted to create an episode where now with all the education that I have as a coach, um, that I've all the knowledge that I've gained throughout the years, if I was starting my fitness journey today from ground zero, how I would approach it and what I would do differently than what I had actually been doing my whole life, basically. Um, So I broke it down into seven main things that I would do if I was starting today. And I'll walk you guys through each of those and, you know, give you examples of what I did in the past, as well as what I would do differently. So I'm really excited about this one. I really hope that you guys can, you know, take these seven main points and bring them to your own fitness journey. Uh, You know, after listening to this episode, if you guys have any questions, as always, you know, definitely please reach out. I love talking about this stuff. I love connecting with you guys. Um, But yeah, really, let's just dive in. So number one thing that I would do differently if I was starting my fitness journey today is I would not try any elimination diet or cutting out any food groups. That was always my default. The second that I decided that I needed to lose weight, I immediately was like, what can I cut out? How can I restrict myself? So typically it was no sugar or I was not going to drink alcohol for a week or no gluten, no dairy. Sometimes all of those things combined. Like I was constantly focused on cutting things out. And not only did that lead to a really bad restrict, restrict, restrict during the week and then binge on the weekend cycle, because honestly, that life sounds miserable and who can realistically stick to those types of restrictions forever. But I was not actually getting any of the education around food and calories and all those really important things that I I talk about today. So when all you're focused on is cutting things out, it's not really realistic because then you never learn how to actually incorporate these foods that you do enjoy into your everyday life. So rather than focusing on eliminating and what you can cut out from your diet, what I would do differently is I would actually focus on learning about calories and gaining the education. So if I was starting from right now and uh, my number one goal was to lose fat, I would find my calorie deficit which if you don't know how to do that, I have a whole article on my website that walks you through exactly how to calculate your calorie deficit. I would get my calorie deficit and I would calorie count. And reason being is that I would then start to understand, you know, how can I enjoy a glass of wine on the weeknight? How can I fit bread 
into my diet and still lose weight? How can I incorporate ice cream into my diet and pizza? Like, how can I still incorporate all the foods that I love while still losing fat? Focusing on calorie counting and education actually is sustainable, in my opinion, and it gives you that, again, it gives you that education about what you're eating as opposed to just, you know, cutting something out for a short period of time. That's a very short-term fix. It's not going to work in the long run because eventually, you know, whether it's a week, 30 days, 60 days, however long you think that you're doing this restrictive diet for, eventually you're going to want to eat that food again. And then you didn't actually take the time to learn how to properly incorporate those foods in moderation into your everyday life. So you're kind of starting all over from square one. So again, number one thing that I would do differently is I would not try any elimination diet or cutting out any food groups. Number two, I would prioritize weightlifting over cardio and calories burned. Back in the day when I was trying to lose weight, I, again, was always just focused on burning the most amount of calories in my workout. So that was a lot of running. It was a lot of hit. It was a lot of really high-intensity things that weren't actually getting me results because at the end of the day, what I really wanted was to change my body composition, which would require me to build muscle, which requires you to lift weights. And on top of that, over time, the more muscle that you build, the quicker your metabolism gets. Uh, so win-win strength training is always going to be better from fat loss, both from a um, overall calories burned throughout the day perspective and from a body recomposition uh, perspective. So when you're looking at a strength training program to follow, I want to make sure that you are following a weightlifting program that uh, follows some sort of progressive overload. So whether you are increasing weight every week, increasing reps every, not every week, sorry, whether you are increasing weight over time, reps over time, sets over time, that's really important that you're actually following a structured program that slowly increases in difficulty over time. What I don't want you to do, which was the second mistake I made, was after all these really intense cardio workouts, when I realized I needed to strength train, I still had no idea what I was doing. So I was just doing random swipe workouts on Instagram that I would find. That also is not going to get you the results you want. So Number one, you want to focus on actually strength training. And number two, make sure that you are actually following a structured program that is getting more difficult and challenging you week after week. That's how you're ultimately going to build muscle. And that's how you're ultimately going to get the results that you're looking for. Um, if you have ever in your life said that your goal is to get toned, getting toned is half building muscle, half losing fat. So if you want to be toned, if you want to build muscle, you need to prioritize weightlifting over cardio. I also would really encourage you to stop focusing on that calories burn perspective. The sign of a good workout is not most calories burn, most sweat, sweat, uh, 
again, those are not going to be signs that your workouts are actually effective and working. So I would really encourage you to take the perspective away from that because the reality is these strength training workouts that you're doing will likely burn less calories per session than any sort of, you know, really high intense cardio that you're doing. That does not mean that these strength training workouts are less effective. Uh, it, it just means that they are different and they have a different goal. And again, if your goal is fat loss, if your goal is body recomposition, if your goal is to tone up, you got to be doing the strength training. So number three, what, what the third thing that I would do differently if I was starting my health journey from ground zero today. I would focus on consistency seven days a week over perfection five days a week. So if this sounds familiar, if you feel like you are 100% on point perfect Monday through Friday, you are saying no to every single treat, every single drink, everything that doesn't fit in your quote unquote diet. And then Saturday comes around and you're like, oh, you know what? I've been so good. I deserve a treat. And then the whole weekend just turns into eating whatever you want, completely binging, having a million drinks. And then Monday rolls around and you're starting all over again and you're being perfect. Then you're in a restrict, restrict, and then binge cycle. And that's not what you want because what's happening is you're likely in, you know, a pretty intense calorie deficit Monday through Friday but then you're overcompensating because you feel so restricted on the weekends that you end up putting yourself in a surplus for the whole week, which as you know, in order to lose fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. So if your weekends are then putting you in a calorie surplus for the whole week, that's not gonna work, you're not gonna get results. Instead, I would rather you focus on being 80% consistent seven days a week. So that means that, you know, you might go over your calories one day for the week. You might have ice cream on a random Tuesday and still hit your calories. You might be able to have drinks on Thursday and still hit your calories. You might say no to that third slice of pizza on Saturday and still hit your calories. I would rather you focus on consistency seven days a week over perfection five days a week. That is going to get you so much further on this journey than if you were just trying to be perfect all the time. So no restriction during the week. I want you just focused on being consistent as possible. And along with that consistency comes my fourth point. So the fourth thing I would do differently if I was starting all over again today is ditching the all or nothing mentality. If you can get rid of the all or nothing mentality, you are already very far along on your fitness journey because this I have seen is such a game changer between someone being successful and hitting their fitness goals and someone staying stuck in that yo-yo diet cycle. And what I say when I say ditch the all or nothing mentality is exactly what I was talking about when you are perfect Monday through Friday, you do not slip up once. And then Saturday comes around and you make, let's say one quote unquote wrong decision. And then you think that you already ruined everything. So you might as well go completely off the rails for the rest of the weekend. 
that is all or nothing. You're either being perfect or you're being completely inconsistent. I don't, I don't even have another word for that. So get, get rid of that. You, there is some gray area in this and that gray area is where you're going to be successful and where you're going to have the most wins. So, you know, let's say on Friday night, you end up going over your calories or, you know, you went out to dinner and you weren't expecting to just something does not go to plan. If you can get rid of this all or nothing mentality, rather than that being a moment where you say, you know what, weekend's already ruined, I'm just going to keep riding the wave and then I'm going to start again fresh on Monday. What you would do instead is you would say, oh man, you know, that didn't go exactly how I planned, but uh, this next meal is an opportunity to get back on track and I'm just going to do that. You will be so much more successful if you can keep doing that and keep getting yourself right back on track at the very next opportunity, as opposed to letting it just turn into a weekend long or a week long or even a month long binge because of like one or two slip ups. You have to remember that you did not ruin anything. If you, you know, you did not mess anything up, you did not ruin anything something just didn't go as planned. And in order to continue being successful, you need to just get right back on track. You can also apply this same ditch the all or nothing mentality when it comes to workouts. I remember I was so fixated on my workout had to leave me sweating, it had to be an hour long. Otherwise, it wasn't worth it. And it wasn't work worth working out. If you apply that mentality where you either need to work out for an hour or not at all, you are going to be so much more behind than if you start accepting the fact that something is better than nothing. If you can't get in a full strength training session, oh well, go for a walk. If you only have 20 minutes, set a timer for 20 minutes and just work for that amount of time. Like if you can't get in your whole workout, I don't care. Do a portion of it. That is going to get you so much further along than if you keep waiting for all the stars to align, everything to be perfect, because that's just not going to happen. So really focus on living in the gray, ditching that all or nothing mentality, and just remembering that a little bit of something is always going to be better than nothing at all. So that's number four, ditch the all or nothing mentality. Number five, if I was starting my fitness journey again from ground zero, understand that progress comes from nutrition, not from workouts. Like I talked about earlier, I remember I was so, I needed my workouts to burn the most amount of calories because that's where I thought I was going to make progress. If I wasn't making progress with what I was eating, then my next step was to do two workouts a day or whatever that looks like. Like I was just constantly trying to get more movement in and that's not the right idea because it is so much easier to control what we're eating and how many calories we're eating than it is to actually control how many calories we're burning. So there's uh, so really, I want you to focus on the nutrition side of things and eating in a calorie deficit rather than for fat loss, thinking it's going to come from your workouts. 
your workouts should be centered around, you know, performance-based goals, whether you want to get, uh, you know, your first body weight push-up or your first body weight pull-up or deadlift a certain amount of weight, like focus your workouts around those performance goals. And then your actual fat loss comes from your nutrition and eating and a calorie deficit. And going along with this, I want you to be okay and to appreciate rest days. When I thought that all my fat loss progress was coming from my workouts, I was so terrified of taking a rest day. I worked out six days a week and I got so much guilt if I had to miss a workout. And that was because I thought if I missed too many workouts, I would lose all my progress or I wouldn't make progress or I would get fat. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I literally used to have my alarms to wake up in the morning in college. They said, get up or you'll stay fat. And it was my alarm to remind me to get up to work out. That is not right. (laughs) First of all, your body wants rest days. And when I actually started taking more rest days is when I actually started to see progress. Because when you work out and when you lift weights, your muscles are being torn down. And when you actually rest and in your recovery is when your muscles build up and they build back stronger and they build back bigger. So in order to actually build muscle and get stronger, you need those rest days. You need to take rest days. And also remember that your progress is not coming from your workouts on the fat loss side of things. So if you miss a workout, it is not going to ruin your progress. It has extremely minimal impact in the total amount of calories that you burn for the day. And you'll still be able to eat in a calorie deficit, even if you don't exercise. I also think that knowing this, knowing that fat loss does not come from your workouts, can help you actually do workouts that you enjoy. Because when you stop focusing on calories burned, the type of exercise you're doing matters a heck of a lot less. Like I used to run because I thought I needed to run in order to burn calories and see progress. I freaking hate running. Not so much anymore. I I really don't mind it anymore. But it's like, by no means my favorite form of exercise. And I used to hate it. Like I used to really, really hate it. But I kept running because I thought I needed to run in order to see progress. And the good news is that you don't have to do exercise that you don't enjoy because you don't have to just burn as many calories as possible in order to see progress. So really know that your progress comes from your your nutrition. It does not come from your workouts. Okay, so number six, the sixth thing that I would do if I was starting again from ground zero is I would work with a coach or someone who could educate me and keep me accountable. And the reason being, and actually the reason I made this podcast is because I spent so much time spinning my wheels, yo-yo dieting, because there was just so much misleading information out there. You know, I was reading all these different quote unquote health websites and it was either like, sugar is terrible for you. You shouldn't do glute. You shouldn't have any gluten. And then I had friends doing whole 30. So I was like, okay, they got results doing that. I should try that. And then I, you know, had other friends who 
stopped drinking and they saw a lot of results. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll like, won't drink as much anymore. And then I had friends who were making a lot of progress through running. So I was like, okay, I should run. And I just honestly didn't have one single reliable source of information to, you know, help answer my questions when I wasn't sure about something to even direct me in the right direction, or, you know, even just help me find actual fitness information that was science backed and backed by research. So what I would change differently is I would work with someone who could actually provide me that education and kind of walk me through, you know, step by step, not only what to do, but also why we were doing what we were doing. Um, Because otherwise, I would have been able to make a lot more progress much earlier on. And I would have, you know, saved myself quite a lot of time of trying a million different things that ultimately just did not work for me. So if you truly like, have no idea what you're doing, you feel so overwhelmed, you feel so confused, definitely recommend working, you know, with a coach and make sure that it's a coach that you really trust um, and, you know, stays up to date on the research and all that good stuff. And then also, it's just a great source of accountability. So, you know, if you don't have friends that are on a similar journey, or your significant other is not on a similar journey, or you don't really have that community of people to, you know, celebrate your fitness wins with, or who can kind of like gut check you in those moments that you don't feel like working out, but you know, you really should. That's when having a coach is so great because they are always going to be your number one cheerleader. And they're always going to care about your results and your accountability and your consistency just as much as you do. So if you don't have that community anywhere, a coach can be a really great option. Um, And, you know, little shameless plug, uh, I I do work with one-on-one coaching clients. So you can apply through my website um, if you are interested in getting a coach, but definitely just recommend having someone number one who can, you know, take the guesswork out of it for you, give you that education on why you're doing what you're doing. And then two, like be your biggest cheerleader and hold you accountable through this journey because yes, ultimately you're the one who needs to like put in the work and actually do it, but it you're more likely to do the work and to actually do it when you know that someone is paying attention and is there to hold you accountable. So the last thing that I would do if I was starting again from ground zero is I would focus on my real why and my priorities. I was constantly just focused on getting smaller and losing weight because I thought that the scale just constantly had to be going down. Like that was what I thought my only goal should ever be. And I wish I had like asked myself a couple of these questions, like how will my life change if I weigh 10 pounds less? Is being smaller really what I want or is it something different? Am I really searching for a better relationship with food? Am I really searching for being able to enjoy a couple drinks on the weekend without feeling like I need to go totally overboard? Am I searching for that balance? Am I searching for having that balance and maintaining the progress? Am I searching to get out of that yo-yo diet cycle? Am I really looking to get stronger? Like, what is it? Because I guarantee you, even if when asked what your fitness goal is, and your very first reaction is, 
oh, I want to get, I want to get smaller. I want to lose fat. There is more to it than that because losing weight will not change your, if it's a small amount of weight, losing weight will not change your life all that drastically. Obviously it, it can, if it's, you know, going to improve your health, um, improve your mobility, like all those things, but overall it won't be this giant life-changing moment. So what is it really that's happening behind the weight loss that could change your life? And rather than, you know, making those physical goals your why, focus on more of those psychological whys and the things that actually will change your life for the better. That is going to be so much more motivating than just constantly trying to get the scale go to go down. Like that's actually going to really help you stick with your goal because, you know, honestly, in those really tough moments when you're in a calorie deficit and you just like don't want to do it anymore. A lot of times like the physical and aesthetic goals are not going to be enough to get you to grit through it and push through and stick to the deficit. But if you have a larger goal, like improving your relationship with food, improving your health, and you focus on those instead, a lot of times the weight loss will happen and you'll also just be enjoying yourself and being able to stick to that goal much more easily throughout the process. So that's it. I would really focus on my why and my priorities because I guarantee you if I went back to, you know, what I was doing five, six years ago, it and I really asked myself those questions again, it would not just be weight loss and getting smaller, it would it would actually be a different priority and a different why. So quick little recap here, the seven things I would do differently if I was starting my health journey right now. And if you're interested in starting your health journey, and you want to do it in a smart and sustainable way, I want you to pause this podcast, I want you to open up the notes app on your phone or go and get a sheet of paper, like whatever it is, wherever you can document this, I'm going to list them out for you so that you can write them down and focus on these for yourself. Number one, I would not try any elimination diet or cutting out any food groups. I would actually learn about calories and calorie count. Number two, I would prioritize weightlifting over cardio and calories burned. Number three, I would focus on consistency seven days a week over perfection five days a week. Number four, I would ditch that all or nothing mentality. Number five, I would know that my fat loss progress is going to come from nutrition and not from my workouts. Number six, I would work with a coach or someone who could educate me and keep me accountable. And number seven, I would focus on my real why and my priorities. So those are it. Those are my super simple seven things that I would do now if I was starting my health journey all over again. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you guys have any questions after listening to this, if you aren't sure even after listening to this where to start on your health journey, what to do to begin, please shoot me a DM. Please shoot me an email. I am here. I want to help. I love connecting with you guys. I love answering your questions. I love helping as many as you as possible. So thank you so, so much for listening. And I hope you guys all have a great rest of your week.